everyone, welcome to another episode of Trip Talks. My name is Barbara Lally, and today we are going to speak with Juliet. So we are going to give Juliet a few moments to log into the live, and then we will get started. Okay, I see Juliet now. Hello! Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, are you ready to get started? Yeah! Perfect, so tell us a little bit about you, when you started pulling, and how old you were, where you pulled from, things like that. Yeah, so I was five years old. Um, pretty young compared to a lot of other people. I started mostly with my lashes, um, and then pretty quickly moved around to my brows. Um, Okay. When did you find out that there was a name for the behavior that you were doing? So, um, my mom took me to her psychiatrist and we, uh, had talked to them and they had told her that I have trichotillomania and, um, you know, kind of thing. um, you know, that was the first time she explained to me what it was, uh, that I wasn't the only person and that it had a name for it. Mm hmm and how did that, how did you feel getting that information, kind of getting that label? Well, at first I thought I was the only person. Um, and my mom had asked me, you know, do you think that there's anybody else who does this? Um, after I had said no, because, you know, um, when you don't see it around you in representation, it's hard to, you know, think about other people doing the same thing. Um, mm -hmm. But she had showed me the TLC, the TLC BFRB website and that there were other people and people my age. And then we went to my first conference where I got to meet lots of other people my age. Uh, because I was on the younger side for people having trick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so tell us, how long did it take between, you know, you starting to pull and then you finding out, like, about TLC? Um, I'm not sure of all the details because I was, it was mostly, you know, a lot of my mom doing research and a lot of my mom figuring out and telling me things. Mm -hmm. But by the time, I believe I was um, maybe eight when I went to my first conference, I was in second grade. And so, um, or maybe third grade, um, it was maybe two years before I got to, like, meet other people. Mm -hmm. And how many conferences have you been to? I have now been to, uh, there was my first, I think about four, maybe, four. Awesome. Um, can, yeah. Can you, like, tell us about your first one, like, the things that you remember, like, what you did, and, and kind of walk us through all those yeah, um, so uh, the first one that I went to was in D.C. Um, weirdly, the one that, uh, when we first found out about it, we couldn't go to that first one, and that was right in my state, which was, you know, mm -hmm. difficult. But uh, the first one I ended up going to was in D.C. And um, after that, so at that conference, I was able to meet other people with it, find, um, go to things about for, like, kids my age, because the conference has a lot of things for um you know, children and then teens and adults. And because I was still young, I was able to make friends who some of still, I still talk to today. Um, and we communicate online, even though I live like across the country. That's great. And then as you got older, they were able to tailor, you know, different um, like mm -hmm. meetings and things for you. Yeah. And I was even able to uh, do a uh, parent and child discussion group with my mom where we presented one year. I think that was maybe, that was in St. Louis. 
and that was really a good opportunity to be able to talk to other parents and give um, a perspective from a uh, from there's some things that your child doesn't want to tell you that you know a kid can help help you understand mm -hmm. and what are some of the other pieces of advice that you would give to parents with a child who has a child with trick I think helping them when they want help but not forcing them to stop because that's not everything and you know I think yeah, I've never been pull free, but I feel like, you know, helping your child stop when they want to, but not forcing them to do what you think is easiest for them. Mm -hmm. Now, do you think that because you were able to go with your mom to these conferences that you had like a greater understanding and she also was able to understand Trick a little more? Yeah, um, it was a really good experience for both of us because she was able to, you know, meet other parents, but also, you know, hear a lot of the dialogue that's happening in the community. And I was able to like, you know, meet other people around my age. Cause sometimes, you know, in real life, it's difficult to find other people to trick because, you know, a lot of people are very good with the makeup and you know, I wear makeup every day to, you know, on my eyebrows and, you know, people wear wigs and it's kind of hard to find people around you as trick. Um, though I did end up one of my best friend's older sister, I was telling her about my trick and she's like, oh, my sister has that. And I didn't even believe her at first. Oh. Mm -hmm. Now, at what point did you start, you know, were you always open about your trick with, you know, people at school and things like that? Or, or did you have a moment where you kind of said, hey, this is what I'm going through? Um, I've always been really open about my trick and the people with the people in my life. Um, or as early as second grade, kids would ask me because I would wear eyebrow makeup one day and then not the next. Um, and kids were starting to pick up, you know, she doesn't have eyebrows, but then the next day she does. Um, and because kids were starting to ask me, I felt like, you know, the easiest thing would just be to tell everybody at once. And so uh, my mom and I talked to the school and I had my mom come in with me uh, to my classroom and we just told my entire class at once and kind of just told them, you know, this is what trick is. This is what she has. And um, they all got to ask questions and it went really well because I think when you introduce trick to somebody, for the most part, a lot of people are going to be really kind about it if you know, and if they're not, then they're not the kind of people you want to be friends with. Mm -hmm. um, and so I told my entire uh, second grade class at once. Um, they asked questions, we got to answer them. And then from then on, you know, everybody just kind of knew. And I never really got teased in school because of that, because like, it was kind of just understanding that like, you know, I then told my third grade class about it and my fifth grade class about it. I skipped fourth grade for some reason. Um, <laughs> but uh you know, everybody, my school's pretty tiny. So by then, most kids knew. And it was kind of like, you know, if someone was, like, talking about it, so everyone would just kind of, like, you know, everybody knew. So it wasn't, <laughs> like, this big secret, you know. Um, and I was able to go to, um, I went to a mental health fair at another, at another high school that wasn't my own and kind of talked about it and had a really good experience there because I think, you know, for the most part, when you're open with people, they're going to send you kindness back. Mm -hmm. And if they're not, then that's not the kind of person you want to be with. Um, and, the, you know, high school was really accepting. And I was, you know, maybe in elementary school at the time. And then I did a mental health fair at my own high school and kind of presented to the high schoolers that were um, my high school at the time. But I was still in middle school. But um, I kind of told those high schoolers what mm -hmm. it was. And I was even able to, you know, meet people who, um, you know, went to my high school who had it that I didn't even know who had it. Mm -hmm. 
That's amazing. You're opening so many doors and educating so many people at such a very young age. That's really, really inspirational. That's amazing. Thank that's you. That's really great. Now, did you notice, um, was there any like correlation with your pulling at school? Did you pull at school normally? And then when you told people you kind of felt that you didn't really want to, like what, you know, how did that go for you as in regards to your trick? Uh, when I was younger, I definitely um, pulled a lot at school. I was a little bit um, oblivious to the world around me. And so I definitely would just pull in front of people. I didn't really care. Um, I never really cared what anybody thought. I didn't really realize that anybody was looking at me. Um, and, uh, you know, as time went on, I kind of started pulling more just like tweezers. And so I couldn't really pull in public. Um, and, um, you know, I just didn't really care a lot at first. Um, once everybody knew, uh, a lot of kids would ask me, you know, do you want us, you know, because sometimes you can pull and not realize you're pulling. And mm -hmm. a lot of kids would say, you know, do you want us to tell you when you're pulling? Do you want us to like, you know, um, help you? And there was not, um, and I kind of said, you know, I don't really need that, but thank you so much because that was the kind of, and that was the relationship I had with my mom where she would be like, you know, Julie, I can tell you, or I can just be there and support you. Mm -hmm. um, and I really didn't pull a lot at school as I got older. Mm -hmm. That's great. And you said you met people in the high school when you were middle school that had mm -hmm. trick. Did anyone from the lower school or the middle school also say they had trick as well? Um, at the time, since most people developed trick around 13 or 14, um, I didn't really know a lot of kids my age going through middle school. Um, mm -hmm. But when I switched schools, I switched to a new district uh, this first year for freshman year. I met two people in my grade. And I'm in a much bigger school now, but I met two people, like, pretty quickly who also had a trick, who reached out to me because of my Instagram account. And that mm -hmm. said, you know, I saw your Instagram account. I have that, too. Um, and that was really awesome. I knew kids who were, you know, two grades. My, as I said before, my friend's older sister had it. Mm -hmm. um, and that was really cool. I knew another girl who, um, who had it at my school, who was in the high school, because um, I kind of noticed that her eyebrows were a little bit sparse. And I um, posted something on my main account or um, my, like, personal uh, Instagram yeah. account. That's a private one just like, for my friends. Um, and I'd said, you know, to my, all the people who didn't know in middle school, I'd said, you know, this is trick, this is what I have, with the intention of trying to, you know, say, hopefully she'll see this and maybe reach out to me. Um, and then she did, and then we became very good friends. Um, and that was very exciting. Yeah, I feel like when you meet someone who has trick, there is that, like, understanding right away. You're like, you mm -hmm. get me. Let, like you just feel really close to them like very fast yeah Definitely. now when you started your trickster instagram was that like i'm trying to figure out how to say this like you know you've been so open about it did that just feel like the natural next step was that something you kind of did right away or did you kind of think about it for a little bit um, it was definitely a process of kind of talking to my mom about having a public Instagram account and understanding that there are a lot of people on the internet and, you know, um, people are going to be, people can be creepy. I haven't had any bad experiences, but, you know, it was the idea of I've always had very thick skin and, mm -hmm. you know, I think to be on the internet, you have to have thick skin. And um, it felt like the people in my life know and, um you know, I felt like I really wanted people, I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase this. Um, I felt like I had maybe a different story than a lot of the other trick people had in that um, there's a lot of times, you know, a success, 
a success story would be framed as like being pull free, even when um, it'd be like pull free for a period of time. But in my life, I felt like I was successful and happy and, you know, doing things aside from my trick, but I've never been pull free in my 10 years of having trick. And it felt like I could bring in a different perspective as a teen girl who is happy and in honors classes and college level classes and doing, you know, very advanced and happy things and like having friends and being in a good spot in my life without being pull free. Because I feel like a lot of times when we go to these conferences and we talk about trick, it's all framed about how can we stop? What do we do? You know, because you know, at least my psychiatrist told my mom that, you know, it can be a lifelong condition and that there will be ups and downs. And when there's going to be ups and downs, you know, a lot of times the stress of trying to stop can be worse than what's the stress that's causing you to pull in the first place, at least for me. And um, I felt like putting something out there as this, like, you know, happy girl who can like, you know, not always happy, but sharing like successes and, you know, being and feeling successful in my life while still polling, <laughs> um, you know, is something that's a different perspective than mm-hmm. I see some used to be there. I feel like that's now coming more and more into the trick community as time goes on. Mm-hmm. No, but you make such a good point that that being pull free that goal to me, I can't even mm-hmm. can't do it. I can't. Do yeah. It. I, I've like had the app, you know, where you, you count every time and then I start lying on it. I'm like, Oh, I only pulled one today. Let me not tap it. And it's getting into this whole different thing where I'm like, what am I doing? You know what? And I'm just so, you know, impressed by your mindset. I'm so impressed by you. I mean, to be 15 years old, extremely well-spoken, sharing the knowledge of trichotillomania to everyone and to your school, your classes every year. And then having such a positive, wonderful outlook, I'm I'm truly amazed by you. I really oh, am. Thank you so much. Yeah, I've I've never been pull free. I've definitely had times where um I used to pull a little bit at like you know the top of my head or the back of my head for my hair. A lot of times corresponding with the beginning and end of school because uh, school itself was a big stressor and the anticipation and then the you know downtime between was always a big like um stressor and it, especially because trick a lot of times correlates with anxiety um mm-hmm. for me um you know, I've definitely had times where I can pull less, or I can manage it more. And right now I have eyelashes. I had them for a little bit in the beginning of eighth grade, then the pandemic hit and I lost them for a little. And then I grew them back because I felt like um, I'm switching schools. And at least for me, it would be easiest if I had them. And I tried my best to be able to, but if I didn't, it wouldn't have been the end of the world. Because I feel like a message that isn't heard enough is that hair is just hair. And like, you know, either you can rock the look without you know, you can either rock the look without hair, or there are so many ways to, like, you know, do something fun, like wear eyebrow makeup, and that's something that I do, and I, um, you know, when I didn't have eyelashes, I'd wear a little bit of eyeliner sometimes, or sometimes I didn't, because I didn't really care, mm-hmm. or I felt like, you know, maybe I don't want it today. I very much, you know, in second grade, I would just, like, I felt like it today, and then I didn't, which was maybe, you know, that did attract a little bit of attention, but <laughs> the eyebrow list and then eyebrows, but. Hey, but, you know, I think it definitely, like, helped build, you know, the confidence you already had, but you're not, you're like, you know, who cares? Sometimes I want to, sometimes I don't. And that's just really, um, really inspirational. Recently, I went um, to a job interview and I was like, I am not putting on fake eyelashes. Like, I'm not going to wear fake eyelashes here. And I told them about, you know, the book and all this stuff. And I just was like, wow, I am in a new environment and I feel like I can really just be myself and just show up 
you know, with patches here and things like that. And I was like, why haven't I done this sooner? Like, you know, I'm like 30 years old and I'm like, okay, now I'm really going to just like show up like as myself, but I'm just so impressed that, you know, you've always been doing that. That's fantastic. Yeah. When I ended up switching into a new district for like a new school and meeting a lot of new people, um, I came to this thing where I didn't really like told a lot of new people about my trick in a long time where I had told people here and there when new people would come into my school but I did the majority of that work in like second third grade Mm -hmm. and now I was in this new environment with a lot of new people um and for me at least I find that I do a lot better with my trick when I have a good support system and like great friends and um when I came to my new school I wanted to have that same support system with really good people who I can trust and so decently quickly um I was able to find people who I trust and care about and tell them about my trick and I think like you can see some of the replies some of the people are here but um I um you know I was able to tell a lot of people about my trick and be able to have that support system because when things in your life happen you know at least for me I really I'm not very good at keeping secrets from my friends I like I'm very much an open book and I really like being able to you know tell a lot of my friends that this is what's happening in my life and like you know it came down to it I don't want to wear you know I do enjoy the look of eyebrows but when I'm like on FaceTime with friends I you know I don't want to have to scramble to put on makeup before talking to them because I want them to know my life and I feel like telling your friends is such a nice like weight off your shoulders like I had trick friends who none of their friends knew and I very much encouraged them because I was like you know it's this amazing thing when you have a support system and people around you who can help you and, you know, make sure that you're happy and, you know, know and know like what's really happening in your life. Otherwise, it feels like this secret that you're holding, at least for me. I'm not sure, you know, I'm talking my own experiences. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I've definitely felt similar. Once you share it out, you realize, oh, I don't have to like carry this. And no one, I always had the fear, like, they're going to think I'm so weird. They're not going to want to be my friend or they're not going to want to date me or things like that. And like, every time I've shared, they're like, oh, okay. You know, how can I, you know, let me learn more about this. Let me support you. I never really had a super negative reaction. And then I felt so good about it. Felt so good sharing. And then I didn't have to like hide, which is a whole nother layer of like, you know, the whole process of trick can be, you know, detrimental. Now, since you have such an open um like mindset and you're open with all your friends did you notice that when you pull that guilt after i have a you know when i pull sometimes i would be like oh like you're such an idiot like why did you do that you know i would have that negative self-talk um do you notice that if you pull that that self-talk isn't there or it's more like positive i don't really ever for the most part I don't have a lot of negative thoughts when it comes to my trick because I feel like you know this is a thing in my life that's most likely for me at least going to be here for a pretty long time and I feel like you know it's hair and I'm not you know I'm not hurting myself in any way and so if I can you know if pulling my eyebrows is going to make me calm down or feel better at the end of the day then that's what I do and I feel like that's okay and so I try not to be negative of course sometimes those things can come I've had times where I've pulled eyelashes and I didn't want to and um, a lot of times I'll go and I'll talk to my mom and she'll you know comfort me I'm very close (laughs) with my mom um but uh you know those moments come but for the most part 
when I am pulling my eyebrows, I don't ever really get that negative feeling after because I feel like guilt giving myself guilt on something that is so difficult to control is just gonna be a stress that I don't need at the end of the day it's I already have things in my life that are stressing me I'm not gonna add another layer to something that I don't have as much control over Mm -hmm. no that's fantastic I had I pulled the other day some eyelashes out and it was like one of the first few times in my life where I was like I don't care at all like Mm -hmm. I I was like wow look at me you know I was just so you know I'm happy with myself because I'm like, normally I'm like, oh, you know, I look in the mirror and I'm like, look at what you did. But then now I, I'm starting to feel every time I pull, I'm like, who cares? And I've been trying to do that and feel that way for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, you know, now I notice it more like, oh, okay, look at me. I'm just doing what I need to do and I can move on. Yeah, I think sometimes there's this idea of acceptance is just accepting that you have it. But I feel like we can accept that we have it and then accept that it's going to happen. Because, you know, I think acceptance is really saying, like, I'm going to pull my eyelashes sometimes and I'm going to pull my brows sometimes and that's not the end of the world. And I have a disorder that makes me really want to do it. And so is there, like, I feel like sometimes there's an idea if you don't try and stop, you're failing. But Mm -hmm. in reality, it's not failing in any way. That's just, like, life and if you're constantly trying not to do it, that's just so much extra burden and stress. And it's not, you know, it's not a failure if you're not constantly trying not to, you know. Mm-hmm. Juliet, I'm so impressed by you. I can't even, you're like making me cry. Like I, your whole, your whole thing, I just need to like take that in and put that in my brain. Like you're so wise. Oh my gosh, 15 years old. <laughs> Literally amazing, literally amazing. Now I want to talk about the projects that you did. I saw you posted on Instagram. You had, you know, was that at the mental health fairs where mm-hmm. you did some projects? How did you get to be someone to present? Was there a way to sign up? Things like that. So the first ever like mental health fair I did at a different, uh, different high school, my mom did that. So she was able to do that. I don't particularly know how we uh, signed up um, because really my mom was able to help. Um, and that was a great experience. Uh, the second mental health fair I did was at a high school in my, um, where I was going to school at the time and my dad worked there and he was, um, he worked there. So he was, he knew I was also not, um, I was someone else, but I didn't really know how to sign up for our things, um, like that. And so he was able to, he talked to my mom and they kind of had a discussion of, you know, with me there, you know, uh, do we want to do this? Would this be a good opportunity? And I was in for it. And then I made my poster and I got ready for it. Um, but my parents kind of took care of the, uh, signing up for it part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, do you feel like you're just like, to me, you seem like a natural, like public speaker. Like, <laughs> did, did you have any like nerves or jitters before going on? Or were you kind of just like, I got this, this is, you know, this is what I do. A lot of it is, um, you're at a booth and people kind of come around and talk to you. And, uh, when you are speaking to a lot of older people, it can be scary. Um, I definitely enjoy public speaking, and it's something that I think <laughs> um, and something that I find myself to be good at. Um, and so, um, you know, when it comes down to it, I, you know, there's always a little bit of nerves for me when you're talking to a lot of older people or you're doing something that's out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like to uh, share my experiences, and I definitely talk a lot, and um, I think I'm good at talking a lot. <laughs> 
You're great. Yeah, I would like come to see you. Like if you had, you know, your own, you know, part of like the, the um, BFRB con, like I feel like everyone would just like gravitate to that. I mean, you're so wise. Like I can't, I can't even, I can't even. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I just like, you're blowing my mind. Um, have you ever seen Shrek portrayed in the media? Um, there was a movie a few years ago that was, um, it was in a film festival. It was a movie about Trick and different people with experiences of Trick. I'm not exactly sure, um, who made it, but I know that it was in a few film festivals and like, um, those kind of things. And so, um, my mom pulled me out of school one day and we went and it was in a, um, this nice old movie theater in our area where, um, it showed that was like the main film and there were two short films before it and so we went there and we watched it and it was you know it's really great experience to be able to see in the media like a represent a good like representation of trick it was you know not like a character of trick but about people with trick and it was like a really awesome opportunity to see other people um and that was something aside from that um i've seen there's been moments where um in TV shows, like, there was an episode of, like, Modern Family where um, a character is, like, pulling at his eyelashes and they say, you know, he doesn't really stress, except it's, his character is meant to be, like, manic and, like, over the top. And it felt, like, very, like, you know, um, I don't know, demeaning. It didn't feel, like, real. It's not real representation in a way where I felt like, you know, I've had moments where I see characters who, you know, if you look up, like, pulling like um you know like you know pulling hair like not like the, but you know what I mean like mm-hmm. if you have, like gifts of like you know pulling out your hair because you're so stressed you see these like crazy clip art women like pulling their hair out and like it's very um almost you know comic-y and it feels like demeaning sometimes um and there's you know I know one person who is writing a book where a character has trick and you have your own book um about trick and i'm i have your book sitting in my room um and uh you know those are really great representations but there isn't as much in like movie or tvs in mainstream areas and with a character who has trick but also is a normal character and it's not just like a way to stereotype you know yeah i find the same thing whenever i see a character they're always like the like cuckoo like crazy like ah you know or like pulling like chunks at a time and I'm like "Mm." you know I I definitely I haven't seen that movie but I definitely want to to look at it that was a few years ago um I'm not certain what it's called um but it was like I got to I liked it because I got to leave school for the day and get to see something good and I it was very fun well, it's so nice that you have such positive, um, you know, memories, you know, with your trick. You know, a lot of times it's like, this person's making fun of me or this, you know, I can't tell anybody. But your, I feel like your trick experience, for the most part, tell me if I'm wrong, but has has had so many positive, um, you know, aspects and memories for you. Yeah, um, I feel like when you tell the people around you, you have like this great support system it really helps to, you know, I think trick is one aspect of my life that, you know, can have ups and downs and can be negative, but like, it's a part of me that makes me stronger. And like, I know a lot of trick girls who, you know, 
the relationship with their mother got tense because you know my psychiatrist the first not I don't have him anymore um who told who diagnosed me told my mom like it's your job to make sure she never pulls and Mm. it's your job to make sure that you know when she wants to grow her eyelashes for prom you'll help her then my mom felt like well she's not gonna want my help then and you know I know that that's the advice that a lot of moms are given and that's why there's very tense relationships sometimes between you know since mostly girls do have trick um daughters and their moms and I had this experience from the beginning where my mom said that's not what we're gonna do she's Mm -hmm. my daughter I love her we're gonna make this work in a way that's good for our family and I was able to know you know it made me and my mom much closer in the end Mm -hmm. um and I was able to you know tell my friends who I had this like thing and I was able to have people around me who you know supported me and trusted me and you know of course there were moments when it's hard with trick um I had lost my eyelashes gained them back and lost them again and it can be you know a thing you cry about but in the end of the day like it's just hair and like there's so much more than that and it just made me stronger in the end yeah I love that That's wonderful. And I think it is so detrimental to relationships, even to like our own mental health, to hear that from a professional, like, you need to stop right away. Like, um, like, sir, I don't even know what I'm doing. You know, I mean, I'm a young kid, I don't even know. I think there was, you know, I talk about this, you know, a few times, but when I went to a therapist, and they asked me if I saw bugs crawling on the walls, and I'm like, you don't even get it. Like, I got to go, like, I have to get out of here. You there's no I cannot teach you. Like, I'm looking for, for help here, and you're asking me if I'm, like, hallucinating. I'm like, no, okay. You know, it is it is such a challenge to see, but I'm, you know, it's really wonderful that your mother was able to be like, um, we're going to do things our own way. Like, thank you. Yeah, um, we've looked for therapists in my area, but um, it's difficult because there's not a lot of people who specialize or know a lot about trick or BFRBs. And so when it came down to it, um, I tried therapy for a little bit when I was much younger, um, worked for a little bit, but I was at the phase where, you know, I didn't really need it. And we've looked again and like, you know, more just I talked to my mom a lot. Um, I talked to my friends a lot. Um, I think therapy's awesome when you find the right person. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's always kind of looking around and seeing, but there's not a lot of people in my area. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, um, you know, really like telling, like getting that off your chest and telling people is such a like great feeling and like I have rarely had negative experiences mm-hmm. like when I did a mental health fair there was all the high schoolers were like nothing but amazing and mm-hmm. open and awesome and one lady walked up who like must have worked at the school looks at our poster looks at me and goes I can't even and then walks away I was like and my mom and I laughed because like those are the kind of people that like it just whatever but mm-hmm. I've never had that experience with like anybody else because like mm-hmm. you know the kind of people who I picked to be my friends are the kind of people that don't care mm-hmm. or the kind of people that are accepting and you know are you know tell, talking are talking me up right now and like you know are the kind of people who are great and I can tell about things and tell them like you know come to this live thing and watch me mm-hmm yeah, no, this is great. I, I think, you know, like I said before, probably a million times already, you know, you are such an inspiration for people with trick. I mean, your your mindset is fantastic. You're amazing. You talk so well, you know, you're, you know, you're so well spoken. And I just think that you have so much, um, 
you know, knowledge to share with people. And I'm just so happy that I was able to speak with you today. I think, you know, this is like one of the best parts, you know, you like made my whole day. There's so many things from you that I'm going to take in and try to use in my own life. So I do really thank you for that. Thank you so much. Of course. So as we wrap up, is there anything, um, any advice that you would give to someone who's like on the edge of wanting to share, kind of scared, and then anything else that you'd like to say before we end? Um, if you want to talk about your trick and share it, I think, you know, the more representation is, the more representation, the better. Having more people from different paths and different walks of life talking about, you know, I think it's one in 24 people have trick, but you definitely don't see that around you. And that number rises, more people come and talk about it and more people, you know, are open about it. Um, you know, I think talking and sharing about trick is like a great thing because you finding community is like such it's like such a nice feeling to have friends who you can text and be like you know as much as like I love the people who I tell about my trick having someone who like understands it is a great feeling to be able to say like this happened in my life you know um as they talk about the successes your downfalls the things that you know you're happy and you're sad about and finding people around you and showing that to the world is like such a great feeling you know and being able to like have a community is like great. And knowing that, you know, maybe you're inspiring other people to talk about it or, you know, showing people that, you know, being pull free isn't everything and mm-hmm. that you can be successful and happy and smart and kind and funny and all these great qualities while still, you know, struggling or not even struggling with your, your mental health or, you know, having these things that just make you stronger in the end if you take them and say, you know, I was given this, and now I'm going to take it and, you know, go and be better and Mm -hmm. use it to make myself better. Mm -hmm. Julia, you're fantastic. (laughs) Thank you. I, like, would love you to write a book. Like, seriously. Or, like, go on, like, a, you know, like, a a speaking tour. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, I, I, more people need to hear from you because you're just fantastic. I could really cry. But I thank you so much for coming on here. You've made my whole entire day. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you, Juliet. I thank you. Bye.